Mooch in a bit. Hello, welcome back to part two. <laughs> Dougal and Jim's journey through life, friendship, love and awesomeness. Um, love it. That's the title, by the way. Dougal and Jim's journey through life, love, friendship and awesomeness. Excellent. I'll try and remember that. So, if we split this up into two parts, this is part two. If not, I'll probably have cut this. <laughs> so, when we last saw our heroes, we were <laughs> we were rambling almost in, almost coherently about things that happened when we were in college. <laughs> Might be horrible to listen to, but it's the most fun I've had filming in an episode in ages. <laughs> It has been kind of lovely to remember it because, you know, I'm not, I'm not the type of person that over-sentimentalises things or worries too much about things weren't as good as they used to be, you know, always yeah. trying to look ahead and things like that. Yeah. But, obviously, we've got a two-year period of your life that was so, I don't know, I don't know what the word is exactly, but, like, so much changed, so much happened. Yeah. So many friends were met, so many stories in such a concentrated amount of time. Yeah. It's kind of hard not to think about it. Yeah, it's like it's like when you listen to a bunch of guys who do like go to a specific series or something like that, and they find these guys that just everyone clicked, and you never find that again. And that's kind of unfortunately yeah. we peaked early, man. College was like that. Everyone just not everyone clicked, obviously, but there were just a good few of us who just fucking clicked and made connections made friends you know we don't see all the guys that often because we're all living in different places but when you do it's just like nothing's changed you're straight back in there having a laugh you know enjoying yourselves and just catching up and it's it's awesome it's an amazing thing that we got to do and we got an amazing year for it like uh, it's, it's so strange to think it's, it could so easily not have happened yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. And we could be telling these stories with completely different people, but you can't imagine that. Not at all. No, everyone, yeah. everyone who was there was the right person to be there at the right time. What I first wanted to just ask is, obviously, we moved down to Edinburgh together and wound up mm-hmm. living together. Do you remember the first time we sort of chatted about it at all, or do you? Not specifically. I only remember really looking at flats together and being quite excited about it. I can't even remember why I made the decision. I think because I didn't want to live in Aberdeen anymore, um, which is quite a common feeling, I think, for people that have lived in Aberdeen <laughs> most of their lives yeah. or all their lives. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's, it's by no means the worst place in the world. It absolutely is not, but it just has this unfinished quality to it. <laughs> I think that's the bit. It's like... <laughs> So if you ever see like a beta version of a game where they haven't quite put all the details into it yet, yeah, <laughs> that's what I feel like when I think about Aberdeen. It's like it's not quite finished, you know. It's like like a place <laughs> it's where like all the oil industry and things it felt more like an industrial town at one point, and then since that's kind of faded away, it's I don't know morphed into this weird sort of anemic blob of a city. But if you still <laughs> live there, you know, lovely, enjoy it. <laughs> Um, but I, I think I just wanted to, I wanted to it was either Glasgow or Edinburgh I was going to move to and I, I was thinking Glasgow for a long time because was, that's where the like the television centres and things like that were and that's where I imagined 
I'd have to be. I mean, look at me now. <laughs> I mean, should I went there, I would have been lead writer on a show or making movies or something, you know what I mean? 100%. So I made the wrong decision. <laughs> That's the only thing stopped me. But no, I think when we visited Edinburgh, and uh, well, I knew my mum was also moving to Edinburgh with um, stepdad Derek, who is from Edinburgh. So I, I it just kind of made sense. And I knew we were moving down here for university. Yeah. And I knew Andy and Johnny and that were coming down here as well. So I think, and I just preferred Edinburgh to Glasgow, just aesthetically and culturally. I've gone on against Glasgow, but I'm moving to Glasgow probably quite soon, so no, you know, nothing against Glasgow, but I think I just fell in love with Edinburgh as a city. And if you remember, there was, we were in the, was it called the Wash Bar on top of the... Yeah, yeah, just above the mound. Just if you go up the, the mound, mound towards the Royal Mile. Yeah, so you got had the, the the chairs outside and we're looking overlooking Prince Street that was all lit up at night. We're sitting there having a pint and just thinking, well, we're going to live here soon. Yeah, remember that? That was. F- I don't. Were you there? I think you were there. I yeah. Or was I with my mum or something? No, yeah, was, you were there. It was when we did a we had a couple of nights in Edinburgh where we looked at flats. Which we were grossly underprepared for. I just wondered about what the state agent was like. So what about this? Yep, yep, good, good, good room, I suppose. <laughs> God, that's right. I remember that, and it was one that we, it was really difficult to find. It was like in a courtyard yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. And then we got into it. It was like it's quite small, but it was nice. Mm. And then I think we just wanted to go out to the pub, really. Oh, That's we can shit about getting to the flats. We went to the stand <laughs> one night, went and watched all the comedy there for a night, and uh, got reeking, mm. and that was the night that we walked down Leith Walk screaming made of stone, which was good fun. <laughs> I'll never in my life ever forget that. Yeah. Yeah, that was exciting. <laughs> and then but we yeah. ended up moving it in the flat on... I can't remember how exactly all that happened. No, I... am glad it did. Basically, I was... I was um, moving to Edinburgh for uni like you say and I'd found like I'd said let's find a place together and then my um, folks my dad sort of said that he didn't want me to get a student loan he wanted to at least help with the rent and he basically looked it up and said to pay rent for a uni student it would cost him 40k to buy a flat and you know, invest in a flat, he would make that amount or something like that, you know, if you do up a wee bit mm. here and there. So he was looking, so he decided to look at flats to buy, and I was like, well, got a mate who wants to move in, Jim, uh, so, and obviously my, you've grown quite close to my dad and stepmom over the years since then, like, quite chatty, oh, good absolutely. people. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, they just sort of had a look for places, and then I went to Canada to do, like, a wee sort of traveling thing meet a bunch of folk who did just different creative arts and things like that and i got a message while i was there going yeah we've bought a flat so i sent it to you going mate this is where we're living and we did as as per usual we did our own little thing as little as possible and wound up living in a quite lovely flat in edinburgh (laughs) another win for the lazy man (laughs) Totally, but uh, yeah, that sort of just came about, and then next thing you know, back from summer, um, 
dad and Shell because they bought the flat. They'd been doing a couple of things, moved all my stuff down. So I just hopped on the train the day you were coming down and just met you down at the flat and helped you up with all your shit. And there we were, fucking in Edinburgh. That's right. I remember being in the Derek and my mum had hired a van. Derek was driving it, had my shit in it in the back and then like looking in the mirror and just watching my house that I'd lived in since I was seven so that age I was what 22 23 yeah. you know lived there a long time I remember just watching it getting smaller into the distance and just thinking wow I'm a bit afraid a bit you know it's so weird to leave somewhere like that that you've lived in for so long but then that feeling fucks right off as soon as I drove into well we drove into Edinburgh and saw the flat and everything I was just like fuck this is ace or across the road from uh, Meadowbank Stadium but up just through the trees and all that you can see the you know Arthur's seat and all that shit yeah absolutely amazing yeah still indebted to your uh, your folks for that that was amazing perfect startup man and fucking yeah and then you know as per our methods I think we got drunk for two weeks yeah, I think so. Because I'd, I'd got... Because I was working... At, I wasn't moving for university. I was just moving to live. So I was working in Tesco. Uh, and I'd got a job 6am to 1pm Monday to Friday. I mean, fucking amazing. I mean, I was always Perfect. skin. Yeah. Always skin. But... <laughs> remember I phoned you up one time to ask if I could have some of your cheese. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> or a message you said, Dougal, can I have some of your cheese? <laughs> I I am dying. I need cheese. Can I have some of your cheese? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was it. And I didn't have yeah. to pay bills or anything. I just had to pay a flat rate of rent, which yeah. included all the bills, and they worked that out. So it was amazing. Yeah, totally. And, and uh, what fun we had. Yeah, man. I mean, we moved down. So when we were in college, we met couple of guys Andy and Johnny and so on and so forth but Andy and Johnny were two guys who did the acting course that we started to work with they liked going to the pub we liked going to the pub so we hung out with them quite a lot and it turns out lo and behold they were moving down to Edinburgh as well so that first couple of weeks I remember it being a couple of weeks because it was your birthday where I filled in an application for the job at Las Iguanas that I had for the first few years mm-hmm. we were in Edinburgh and by the time I started the job on the 15th, I'd burnt through everything that I'd saved to come down to Edinburgh with. Just like that. <laughs> like, it was like, it was over a grand. And in that couple of weeks, pissed it all away drinking. Like, just out every night. The nights you were working early, me and Andy and Johnny were at the pub. The nights Johnny was going to see his missus back then or whatever. Me and Andy were at the pub. <laughs> it was always a combination of that. And there was one, like, there was, like, to give you an example of what it was like, some weeks, like, hungover on a Sunday, wake up on a Monday, get a call from either Andy or Johnny or Sean or so, like, someone saying, go to the pub tonight. And I'd be like, right, okay, finish at one. I go home, chill out for a wee while, meet them in the pub. Meet them in the pub, stay out drinking till like two, three in the morning, get yep. up for five get to work for six and think right I'm not doing it again tonight and then by the time they message you like ah fuck it do it do that for like week blocks straight yeah every single night and then there was one night we were outside the three sisters can't remember if you were there but I fell asleep at the table outside for so long that I started dreaming 
I was there. Think about that. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. you were there. Yeah. I fell asleep so long, I started dreaming. So I don't know how long I was asleep. I think maybe only a minute or two max. And then I woke up cold, drunk, shivering, hungover, had to get up for work in like four hours. And I wasn't in my bed. I was on a <laughs> bench outside the pub. <laughs> and I, that was one of the most... Oddly enough, that was one of the most bleak experiences of my life because it's like it's fair enough if you wake up pissed and have to go to work for four hours in your own bed. But I have to again get up after being asleep and then walk home. <laughs> and it wasn't that far, but still, it's like fucking hell. Yeah. So that so that gives you a level of. Uh, yeah, I I remember that night out very well for the one for that one moment where you woke up and you said the exact same thing you said there. You're like, I was asleep for so long, I was dreaming. Like, All right, mate. <laughs> I think it's probably time you went home. Yeah. I don't think I said and that. It's because... <laughs> I think I said you want no, right. I... <laughs> I know, well, that was the thing. That was the thing. And it's not like, I mean, you can call it the Andy effect if you want, but it's not Andy's fault. We cannot keep blaming him for it. <laughs> but it would just it would just be like, oh, fuck it, yeah, let's go. It's like, oh, fuck it, you know what, I'll stay up for another three, four hours. And just deal with it tomorrow. You would just keep going because it was too much fun. Yeah, it was too much fun to stop. Yeah, you really didn't want it. Well, that was. I mean, the days that we had, and to be fair, when we lived together, there were very few and far between that we were both off for an entire day, and had a day just to mm. chill out and get pished. Um, but there were a couple of days where I remember we were having so much fun, and we'd had like a twenty crate, and it was the back of eight, and we had to go and get another 20 crate because we were <laughs> we drank through the shit that we had here and yeah wandering through like a fully cut at that point we were steaming you know walking through Sainsbury's mm. straight to the beer I remember walking in <laughs> then you turn and you walk straight past all the checkouts get the beer straight to the self-service <laughs> scan whoever was getting it paid out it was like a military thing took us 30 <laughs> seconds to flatten back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, well, we've got to go through some flat highlights. So, before Blanket Fort, and yes, there was a Blanket Fort, yeah. we have to talk about chucking paper at Darth Vader. <laughs> 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 and how all that started. So, did we not, it was gifts that Hamish, oh, and the Hamish story as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do the Hamish we'll story. We'll do the Hamish story later. That's a that's one of my that's probably one of my favourites. <laughs> Where I did the most the coolest and one of the worst things I've ever done, but also the coolest thing I've ever done <laughs> was on that night. Yeah. So we'll get to that. But yeah, Hamish had for some reason he was coming. He was, he was staying in Glasgow with uh, Danny. Well, they weren't. Well, they were living together, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they stayed together. Didn't For ages. Hamish went down to uni uh, the year after Danny did to do the same course? Yeah, so that's, that's why right. he moved down because Danny and Becky, who we all, they, all these guys we went to college with, stayed together. Yeah, and then one of them basically replaced it at Danny's bleak fucking prison cell flats that he used to live in. <laughs> <laughs> the flat was lovely, but getting there was fucking like up that elevator and then through those fucking dusky prison cell style thing it was horrible <laughs> god yeah and oh I used to I, I used to actually fantasise about the, the pint in the train station <laughs> coming back to Edinburgh and I would listen to the Black Keys Brothers album 
and drink more beer that I'd bought in the shop. <laughs> Beautiful. Anyway, uh, one day Hamish had came through and he'd, he'd, for some reason he'd brought us gifts which were like Star Wars figurines. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it was lovely. <laughs> so we we kept it and they're still there, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yep, still there to it's, this day. It's Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, isn't it? Yeah. I don't, I don't know much about Star Wars, but I know that much. And they're on the, like, the door frame on your living room. Yeah, they door. briefly moved over Christmas uh, to be the star on my tree with Darth Vader Ooh. at the top and then Luke Skywalker nearly at the top. And it was it was quite funny. <laughs> ah, I didn't see that. So I so one night we spent, and when we say the whole night, we mean the whole night, crun- crunching up bits of paper into balls and chucking them at the figurines to try and knock them off the door frame. And that was a night. And it was the funniest thing ever. It doesn't sound funny, I know. But it was. Well, because in the, in the living room that we had, it's quite a nice big living room, and we had the chair that I usually sat on and then the couch that you usually sat on. And we'd sort mm. of just lie there, and your printer was there, filled to the brim with paper. So we'd just mm. take paper out. Yeah, hours. <laughs> and then it was about a week later we decided we better clean them up. <laughs> doing it and then it wasn't just paper it was like everything we would just chuck it trying it was just the most fun thing in the world yeah well beer cans into the uh cases that was a big one that we did for a long time yeah i kind of regret that now because i i used to do that well i used to just drink well i still do basically just drink beer constantly and i used to chuck it into the empty box but then like the bits of beer would fleck yeah. off onto the wall and into the guitar and stuff yeah so that wasn't so good <laughs> but I'm not allowed to do that anymore. There's beers off the wall now. There's no beer left on those walls. No, that's good. Um, the blanket fort. The blanket fort. Yeah. So you know we're big fans of community. Yep. As everyone should be. And there's an episode in that where they make a blanket fort. And I was actually thinking about this uh, yesterday after you uh, talked about doing this. And the one thing I love about that is the fact that we did it. Mm. rather than just talk about doing it and then not do it we just did it I think I did most of it while you were away yeah. and then you came back and we finished it together yeah. so it was just blankets pegs furniture it was a legit blanket for yeah because I remember you. we said we were going to do it and then I was like I think I was at work because it was first year of uni and I never went to uni so I was in work till like two or three or something like that. And I was like, ah, I'll come back. And you'd said, oh, I've done this. Walked into the flat and most of the living room was done. And we moved like, I had a little TV in my room. So I moved that through to the blanket fort and we put the PS3 there mm. and played FIFA in the blanket fort. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure we watched Peep Show in the blanket fort as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did... Um... Yeah, well, surprisingly, we haven't even talked about Peep Show yet. Well, I was, that was like yeah, I was the big thing. Gonna bring, I was gonna bring that up after this, to be honest, because like we did the blanket fort, and it was like it was a yeah a legit blanket fort. We had it all built up, and the whole flat was under it. I had a great picture on a photo, and it's somewhere in a hard drive, I think, of Jim playing a guitar in the blanket fort. It's, I think it's still on my Facebook. Yeah, 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 and it was like just this. We had a wee jam under the blanket mm. fort and it was fucking amazing because this was when when we lived together Jim started playing guitar 
um, as well, which is one of my fond memories of living with you. Like, in a genuine, not a non-drunken memory. Because, like, we have a lot of fond memories. And we have a lot, we have sometimes that we didn't agree. Like, I, I remember once leaving a coffee cup out and I came home to a note from Jim saying, pick your shit up. And I was like, I left for work at eight. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I wouldn't do that now. But back in those days, I was like, what the fuck, man? Come on. Like, I just, I would pick I it up later. Th- well, that was the art, but you used to leave plates on the floor mm. with finished dinner on it. Yeah. Um, and that, that wound me up something fucking chronic. And I'm not saying it justifies the note. I could have just picked it up and put it in the sink, but oh, it really fucking annoyed me then. <laughs> the, fun, the fun thing was you wrote a note before you said anything. Like, that was... <laughs> Mm. I know. Well, I was just like, oh, look, I was just like, but yeah, you would just you would, you would just do that. Just leave plates, yeah, and shit. And I mean, obviously, you don't you don't do that anymore. No, I but I lived with messy cunts after you, and that took all the fun of doing that away because it would just be adding to someone else's shite. Yeah, we did blanket fort. We did. Uh, we we live by peep show, TV show. Not watched it. Watch it. Obviously, it's amazing. Um, we used to we used to play we had a list of our top 10 episodes that we'd watch sometimes if you remember um, yes I do Very because it was always uh, it was always the season 4 episode 6 Mark's Wedding at the top and mm-hmm. then usually underneath there there was definitely there was definitely the bachelor party underneath there as well yeah uh, pretty much that was the top 2 pretty much the, aye, the, the in the the party yeah. that Mark throws, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh God, so many. Good, and and this wasn't uh, Edinburgh stuff. This was, like, we I think we bonded over that in oh, college because yeah. we used to have nights. Remember that night where we we, we do steak and peep show nights basically. Yeah, yeah. Cook steak <laughs> and, and watch peep show. Drink and drink so much beer. So we did that during college, and then when we came to Edinburgh. Um, we actually well, we actually developed a cups system <laughs> for Peep Show, if you remember. So yes. yeah, se- series nine hadn't came out. Or series eight hadn't even came out by the time we moved. I think it was only series seven. Nah, season eight came out when we were in college together. Well, did it? Yeah, because okay. I remember. Sure, it was season eight because I remember there was the one about uh, the Twix in the um, doctor's office. The bit about the Twix. I <laughs> fuck remember. That, he's eating a Twix. Fuck that! He's eating a Twix. We said to each other in college. Because we were really excited about it coming out. Really? Yeah. Fucking hell. Okay, so series eight, so series nine. That came out when yeah, we were living together. Was... That came out just before yeah, was... you moved out. That was 2015. Yeah, yeah. Christ. Um, Alright, so what we did was we got or we wrote on a bits of paper series one to eight, then we wrote episodes one to six. And we put them in two different bowls because we couldn't decide which episodes to watch. So we would mix the bowls up and then pick them out. And then that was the episode we'd do. And then eventually we started adding different shows in. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be like Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares or whatever. Mitchell and Webb, Luke, uh, Berniston, Still Game, It's Always Sunny. Community. Community, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, were fun. God, we had some fucking good days. Those, those hangover days where we'd drink through, order something in. There was mate, brilliant. There was always the days I will always remember. Usually, like a Sunday or something like that, and we'd both be lying there, and it was like half eleven, 
and we'd both be lying there and we were watching something like Kitchen Nightmares, some proper shite, and we'd both just be looking at the clock. There's a big clock in the living room <laughs> that you can see from the couches and all the chairs, looking at the clock, looking at each other, and the second it hit 12 o'clock, for some reason that was our... And it's okay to drink now. Let's have a beer. That fuck. That was getting grim. <laughs> That's right. Like, oh, man. A friendship a formed tradition. around alcoholism, but, you know, it's fine. What can you do, mate? Yeah. Um, so, I think one of... That's a definitely... The peep show, the whole thing around the flat with peep show... The amount of times one of us came home and you'd open the door and all you'd hear was, Hi, honey, you're home. And that was it. Like, yeah. Just little things like that. We based our lives around it and fucking had a phenomenal time just laughing about it and, you know, just living this sort of dream, this idyllic dream of two guys who, we were young, you know, we were, I think you would have been 21 or something like that. I would have been 19, 20, 21, 22. You know, we're having mm. the best time. The two and a half years we lived together, you're still the best flatmate I ever had, you know, because Ali's not a flatmate, obviously. She's the partner. The other the other Watch ones her. were the other ones were messy pricks. <laughs> Lovely guys, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was... Yeah. What you say? What about the day we drank, we had a beer in every room of the house? Because <laughs> in, in the first series of Peep Show... They have a drink. They go, they go and have a drink in the toilet. <laughs> Jez is in the bath and Mark's on the, the toilet. So we did that, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. And then we just had a drink in every, <laughs> drink in every room. Yeah. That was that was we, just before you were moving out. That was we had to have a drink yeah. in every room in the flat before you moved out. <laughs> and then we did the same in this flat that I'm in now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, so I remember, because, like, Jez sits in the bath and Mark sticks on the toilet. And obviously, in our little friendship back then, especially when we first met, we sort of, the lines are muddied and we don't judge ourselves by characters in a sitcom anymore. But you were Mark True. and I was Jez. And mm. so we don't have a bath, we had a shower. So I was sitting in the shower and you were sitting on the toilet because <laughs> that's how it had to be. <laughs> It was as it was written, so it must be. <laughs> we actually, it might be fun one day to dig out um, if one of us still has it and do it as like a podcast episode where we show our peep show script. <laughs> we just read our peep show script. Oh, fuck. Have I got that? I don't know if I've got I that. might have one of them somewhere. Alright, we'll try and dig that out. That would be worth a read through. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Poorly made peep show. We don't, we don't, do we not write two episodes? Two episodes, or yeah. Just the one? Because there was a great yeah. bit where we were trying to convince two lasses we didn't want to sleep with that we were gay, as is a very peep show motif, I think. Like, they're in relationships they don't want to be in. That was the point. So we thought mm. the only way we can get out of this as two awkward blokes is that we're going to pretend that we're gay, like, just to just to try and get out with it. No sort of... We're not appropriating anything, whatever you like, in this modern... In, nowadays... <laughs> Just to put that out there, so there's just this great moment where I'm sitting in the living room mm. in the script, and Jim's character goes through, and you just hear a bunch of shit getting pulled out of a cupboard from far away, from uh, a different room, and it's like, you know, and I I sit there, and my line is, well, I have no mm. idea what he could possibly be doing. And then you come through with a Hoover <laughs> and a wig on and sing I want to break free. 
<laughs> we sing it together. <laughs> and it's like, it's done in a perfect way of two blokes who have no idea how to how to pretend mm. to be gay. So decide we're going to just <laughs> pretend to be Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I think it's one of the best things we've ever written. <laughs> God, that's right. Well, I'm going to have a hunt for that. And you have a hunt for it yeah, as well. Yeah. See if we can find it. Yeah, but... Oh, man. Oh, it was good. But then um, we've got to speak... The other flat highlight. There's many. There's too many to speak about in two episodes, let mm. alone one. Um, the other one has to be the, that night that Hamish came round. The night Hamish came to stay. <laughs> what was he? Was he in Edinburgh for a gig or something? I don't know. Maybe it meet his. He had a pal Emily down here. Was that her name? That he'd come to see. Quite a oh yeah. I can't remember something like that. It was maybe that. So he was through doing the day and he was staying with us. You were at work. Mm-hmm. Or were out or something. No, but Hamish must have been out doing something during the day because he came back to... He was crashing at hours, but he had something else to do. I can't remember what exactly. But I hope he's all right with us telling the story. (laughs) He doesn't come off well in it. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, long story short, he was, like, apocalyptically pissed. (laughs) I mean, to to the point where you couldn't get him to do anything and I was, I was like because you just sit down and he just kept getting up and sort of wandering about the flat sort of I don't know what doing what he was just obviously just no. I don't know in an alcohol mania <laughs> and he was just wandering about and I was like right, mate, can you please just sit down and then at one point he was sort of lay on the couch and he was sort of falling off it and I was trying to like move him about to just sit on the couch just lie on the couch and fucking sleep and I think I don't I didn't have work the next day but I th- maybe it was just really late in the night I was like right I just really need to go to bed this just you know I can't stay up try to herd this man yeah <laughs> and he's he works out Hamish he's strong you know what I mean he's he's you know he's pretty built in that so like he wasn't the most easy person to manoeuvre <laughs> and so this is true and I am both really disappointed in myself that I did this I'm ashamed but I'm also really proud of it <laughs> <laughs> so it's a strange one but it honestly got to the point where I was so stressed out and I mean I could not get him to sit still or move or like just lie down so I punched him in the jaw <laughs> <laughs> and he knocked out cold I was, like, I've never, I was like wow that was pretty cool but at the same time extremely dangerous you know what I mean he could have fallen and hit his head off something <laughs> he could have had a concussion you don't know, but on it, I promise you, it wasn't just like a. Oh, he's been around for five minutes. Been a bit lady. Let's just punch him. Yeah. <laughs> it was like after hours of negotiation yeah. and physical trauma <laughs> that I'd been through, and I remember making a decision and like feeling like kind of good about it. I was like, yeah, fuck it, just do it. Just do it. And I bash. Just knock your pal out. <laughs> <laughs> right in the jaw. He just went out like that. And I remember, I must have been drunk, because I remember I was like, I lifted, like, I put him in the, the recovery position of sorts, and I remember, I was like, sort of kneeling down next to him, and being like, fuck, fuck it. Like, I, I was really upset, because obviously I thought I'd really hurt him. But he was fine, he was breathing, and like, he's fine, you know what I mean? He's 100% fine. 
<laughs> the next day, or you must have came back during the night, I must have been asleep. So the next morning, <laughs> the next morning we discover that in one of the, the, the showers, like she had a shower, ensuite shower, and there was a shower in the other toilet. All the toiletries weren't in the bathrooms anymore. <laughs> they were all in the garden. Because <laughs> I, 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 I hadn't seen this happen, but he must have launched all these bottles of stuff out the I will, I will never forget because, like, I came home that night and you guys were both passed out. It was like two or three in the morning because I went out drinking with the guys at work, as I was akin to at Las Iguanas. We all we went out every night, like that was just me and Nick. That's what we did. That was what was going to happen, so it was fine. And I was <laughs> off the next day, and Hamish was staying the next day. We were going out for the drink the next day, which is a story I'll come on to very, very quickly. But I so he I I remember <laughs> the next morning waking up and going to the couch and one of the arms had a massive dent in it and mm. it was a shitty IKEA right. couch and that was him that was something that had happened during the night it was like oh for fuck's sake right I'm gonna go for a shower I turned on my shower and I'm like there's something not right here and yeah I just looked out the window and noticed a bottle of fucking <laughs> herbal essences conditioner in the Hedge. Like, <laughs> what the f- and Hamish was to to be totally fair um, so apologetic, and I was like, "You don't oh, need yeah. to worry. I am. Uh, this is fucking hilarious. Like that's one of the funniest <laughs> things that's ever happened. I've came back and my sh- my conditioner's in a hedge. Like that doesn't happen <laughs> to anyone. <laughs> so this night, you certainly weren't expecting it. No, exactly. <laughs> So this next night, me and Hamish go... All three of us went out, and you went home early, if I'm not mistaken. Or did you come out? can't remember I can't if you remember, came out. I think you either came out, or you came out for, like, one... Or we stayed in the flat and had a drink for a few, and then me and Hamish decided we'd go out. So, like... Maybe. We went out, and Hamish once again got apocalyptically drunk. Um, <laughs> so we went to the brew dog that's down on... Um, the cowgate, and there's all the Polaroids of the shareholders in Brewdog, and Hamish kept on mm. sticking them to my glass, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he was finding it fucking hilarious. The next, and I was like, "Mate, just go and chuck them all back. Like this is just fucking okay." So he chucked them all back. Little did I realize the next day when he took them out of his shirt pocket that he'd kept two, and those two Polaroids <laughs> are in this flat to this day. Which is Big That's Jimbo right. James and Sue. And uh, Sue's or Sarah or something like Sarah. Big Jimbo James and Sarah, shareholders at Brewdog uh, Cowgate. If you've lost your Polaroid, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. <laughs> They're in my flat. And you're a welcome addition that's been here for six years now. <laughs> so, <laughs> seven years probably at this point. Mm. But fucking, so, hi, we. We did that, and then we were in Brewdog, and Hamish is like, you know, sometimes he's like just an excitable dog, and he's just gone. And then you turn around, and he's speaking to a couple of girls, which was grand. You know, he was single back in those days. I wasn't, but I was happy to go and, like, you know, chat with them and be a good whatever, wingman, whatever you like. So we were chatting away. Well, you and Hamish would be a, a good pair. Formidable. You know? Formidable duo. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We've never been single at the same time, though, so, you know, it's never happened. (laughs) 
<laughs> but like I so we went over and we were chatting to these two girls and they were they were really nice like good fun having a chat and then they were like oh do you want to come back to our place for a drink it's just up the road and it was literally just up on Hunter Square so we just went up went up into the flat um, it was a shoes off place I remember that quite vividly for some reason we had to take mm. our shoes off went through they had a bottle of tequila we started hamming into that and then at one point Hamish and this lassie he was chatting to just disappeared and I was sitting there with this other girl who had a boyfriend as well so we were just chatting like making a wee bit of chat mm. and <laughs> next thing I know this lassie just comes through serious face I'm having a like a shot and a chat and she just turns to me <laughs> you've got to go now and I'm like what the <laughs> fuck has Hamish done what has he done oh fuck what has he done He's no shock there, shampoo out the window, has he? Like, on. <laughs> what he'd done is he'd spewed in the sink. That was it. He was just too drunk, right. spewed in the sink. But the way it was portrayed to me, I thought he'd fucking killed their flatmate. I don't know what had happened. I was worried. <laughs> um, so yeah, we because I remember we had to take our shoes off because we had to hurriedly put them back on and fucking bomb it down the stairs. And then Hamish was shouting stuff up to them. He was pissed. Had to try and drag him back. But yeah, that was an eventful night. And then the next morning, the two Polaroids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really hope... We should have asked him if he minds us telling these stories. He'll never listen anyway. It's fine. <laughs> it's true. He's, he's a lovely man and a very talented filmmaker, by the way. Yeah. Um, um, his... What is... What's the, what's the... What a dude, man. What's the film? A trillion, a trillion miles west of Bradford, is it? Something like that? Yeah, something like that. His film will be coming out quite soon. So yeah, uh, it's also his first film, which I wrote. His first, but well, his one well, not mm-hmm. his first film, but one of the short films he did. Yeah, which is I don't, I don't know if you can watch that. Well, have a, I'm sure it's, it's available somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if you can get it on YouTube or anything like that. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, hideous, written by our very own Jim, directed by Hamish fantastic film went to the premiere mm. it was a great day that was one of the best days of my entire life that one yeah I can that imagine. was so much fun yeah it was a good day I was gutted I had to leave early to that be was honest. ace um, I think yeah, it was super hungover mm. <laughs> well, not super hungover but we had like a we went to KFC or McDonald's or something or Burger mm-hmm. King and we were eating that on a train whilst drinking beer at like 10 o'clock in the morning yeah yeah we were, we, we were we're really coming across as horrendous <laughs> in this discussion. Would we? Would I know? But the thing is, would we do anything different now? We'd do exactly the same now. It's fine. It's okay. It's all good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we had we had a good time. I think we're gonna have to wrap this up at some point. Um, yeah. Well, we could, just, we could probably just wrap up now then. Yeah, we had. I mean, there's, there's so many more stories to tell in the flat. Um, the amount of times we've got pissed. The when there's a line in Peep Show where um, Super Hands is speaking about um, being stoned and watching ecclesiastical politics. Mm-hmm. And what's that? What's what was the show called again? The Barchester Chronicles. The Barchester Chronicles. So we had um, hash brownies one day. And we we did it, and it was horrendous. It's awful. We 
got nicely stoned, but the yeah, watching the show was really <laughs> was, harrowing to watch. It was the worst hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> we did that on New Year's Day a couple of years ago. Yeah. Ah, fun times, mate. And then obviously Jim moved out. He got his own flat. Mm-hmm. And the thing I like, and we're not gonna, we can't, we don't have time to be. We've we've spent all our time in our first four years of knowing each other. We need another two episodes to go into the latest four years. But, like, the thing I like is throughout it all, we're still, like, you know, we still chat on a weekly basis. We still, even once you moved out, we might not see each other for a few weeks or whatever, but we'd still meet up. We'd have a jam. We have a horrendous, um, a horrendous thing when we're together where we'll do all the proper shit within about five minutes and then move on to nonsense. For the next mm-hmm. eight hours. Yeah, that's our mo. <laughs> but it's great fun, you know. We've had days. We've done the uh, kitchen nightmares drinking game. That was a good day, <laughs> where we managed to finish four cans in a forty-five minute episode because of our drinking game rules. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, but just so good. We've, you know, we've been there through thick and thin for each other, man, and it's it's been. Actually, it's been a lot of fun going down wee memory lane about it, to be honest. Ah, it's been nice. I think this is, now is a great time to do this sort of thing, since we can't excuse me, meet up as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all have such, as you mentioned before, such close mates that you don't get the chance to see, but when you do, it's great. But, you know, we're basically constant. Yeah. And, and most of it's because of this podcast, really, you know. Yeah, most of the, a lot of it has to do with us. Most of the last year, like I mean, I I don't think we would have went too far apart from each other, but the weekly thing is definitely because of the podcast. But even then, we chat. Like even if we're taking a few weeks off the podcast, we we're pretty much every day. There's a message to one between me, you, and Liam. Obviously, Liam joined the fold um, just at about the time we stopped storytelling at the moment. <laughs> Um, from... And I'm sure we're going to dedicate a entire podcast to that and how much Liam means to us too. Yeah, definitely. Which is loads. I think, judging by how much fun I've had on this one, it's the only thing to do. Is to just do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Whether people want to listen to it or not, I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I do hope you do enjoy it, mm. but there's not really not a whole lot we can do if you don't. Yeah, yeah. But still like and subscribe, <laughs> even if you hated it. Um, yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, thanks. Um, thanks for doing it with me. It's been a good laugh. I hope it's quite all right, mate. Hopefully, by the next episode we released, we've found Liam. Um, I know. Or if not, we're gonna have to speak about us meeting him without him here. <laughs> we'll do the next bit of Jim and Dougal meeting each other our lifelong story <laughs> Christ Hi, no it's been beautiful man that was nice I enjoyed that yeah man it's been awesome and um, thank again thank you for listening thank you by this point well of obviously we said in the last episode that Liam was here and over a thousand listeners fucking awesome uh, mm-hmm. Keep on listening, telling your friends, subscribing, liking, whatever you whatever you want to do. Follow us on Facebook, email us at mrtunaboot at gmail.com if you've got anything to say, even if it's not relevant. Mm-hmm. If you're a new artist and you want a shout out on a podcast that maybe reaches a thousand people over 30 weeks, then 
give us a shout because <laughs> then in the next 30 weeks you could have a thousand more people listen potentially yeah, yeah. Um, no so absolutely and we'll uh, maybe for the Instagram post Google we might put up the blanket fort pictures if I get them and send them over to you yeah yeah I think uh, I think we can put them up as a wee teaser for the episode if nothing else or after the Absolutely. in between the recording the episodes I'll find a few of us from the years mm. to try and Aye. post up yeah if the blanket fort's on your face one of our Facebooks I'll find it <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on mine I um, it totally is because the photo I edited of you in the boot for the before the podcast of the tuna boot that's from the blanket port yeah I'll mm. have it somewhere or we'll find it somewhere yeah we'll have a few photos yeah. to show you as I know to put up anyway yeah and we'll uh, we'll try and f- dig out that peep show script and maybe give that a wee read through yeah because I, I, th- I think I know I think I might have it on a pen drive in here yeah. we'll but anyway um, yeah let's just finish it shall we and then yeah right off into sunset together (laughs) yeah thank you very much for listening and for supporting us all that shit we'll see you next week I have I've got some sources out that tell me that Liam might be back Um, Mm. last time I heard he was in Guatemala but we'll get him back how do you get there? bus great okay (laughs) 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 well I've been Dougal and I'll always be Jim good night love it good love good Good people good love (laughs) oh brilliant chin a boot skish skish (laughs) belush motherfuckers